Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, and it's always good to leave them wanting more, just so you know, young man. And it was dope having a black woman because it's just like, do it because it's like how she was able to just get the hair on point. Let me see that shirt you got on representing 50 Cent. Okay, I'll see you. <laughs> hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica Fox. And welcome to an all-new Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Today, ladies, get on up in here, okay? Because I'm speaking to the very handsome actor, Da Vinci. That's right, darlings. He is a Haitian-American actor with a magnetic charm. His unique personality, charismatic good looks, and raw talent have uh, created a considerable amount of buzz in Hollywood in just three short years. You have seen him in Marvel's Jessica Jones, Gronish as Cash Mooney, All-American as Darnell Hayes, and can next be seen co-leading with the cast in the highly anticipated star series, Black Mafia Family. Please welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, Da Vinci. Hey, Da Vinci. Hey, hey. Hey, what's going on? Well, not, not much. I'm excited uh, to be on the show. Now, y'all know, y'all know from Jump Street, <laughs> I got to see this shirt that he's rocking right there. Let me see that shirt you got on representing 50 Cent. Okay, I'll see you. <laughs> We're going to get into that and that connection on why you have on my ex-boyfriend's T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, DaVinci. It's going to be a fun show because I'm all about celebrating careers on my podcast, just so you know, you know, and you in three short years are just absolutely killing the game. All right. So let's start. Let's start. Let everybody know where you're from. Where are you from, brother? I'm from Brooklyn. I'm a first generation Haitian American. I was born in Flatbush and then, uh, you know, I moved to Jersey, back and forth from Jersey to Brooklyn. And then Uh at 13 years old, I moved to Florida. You and moved then, to Florida. Yeah, to Florida, yeah. Yeah. See, I love the way from people from Florida say Florida. You know, I'm from the West Coast, and so we're like Florida. We're like proper with it. Y'all like Florida, you know? It's got a little <laughs> extra little, extra little sass in it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, I'm part Jamaican. I'm going to say that because every year I go to Jamaica <laughs> to celebrate my birthday, I do. And people are like, you must, you got some Jamaican in you, Viva, because you got about nine jobs. So how does your... <laughs> <laughs> So how does your Haitian family feel about this whole acting thing that's falling into your life? Uh, uh, that that's a great question. They're blown. They're, they're blown by. Uh, I remember first when I stopped school uh, and moved back up north with my mom to pursue my dream. My pops was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, know, this kid is crazy. He lost his mind." And you know, now to see him turn and, and be my biggest fan is crazy. But my mom, my pops, my brothers, my cousins and uncles. They just, they're in awe because, you know, where, where, where they come from a little island, that's a third world country. And it's like, mm. your your best bet in life is, is making it in the medical field. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that because that's that, that's still a trap. And, you know, if I could make what a doctor making, you know, two weeks, I'm <laughs> okay. to find, I, I, I got to find a way to do that. And, you know, I, I did. And, and um, you know, it's, it's been great, but it's, it's super inspiring. It's like they all believe in fairy tales now. No doubt. So let's take everybody back. So uh, like you said, uh, 
you um, are first generation uh, Haitian, born in Brooklyn, and you all yeah. lived in New Jersey for uh, a mm-hmm. little while while you were growing up, correct? Yeah, yeah. Now, how early uh, in life did you make that transition from Jersey to then Florida? At 13 years old, um, I, I got in trouble. I was on the streets with my older brothers because I was the baby. And, mm. you know, I, I was I was messing up in life at, at an early age. And my father took me in. And right when he took me in, I, I got a court case and was like a juvenile delinquent. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. What? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. What, 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 now, what kind of trouble was baby brother getting into? Well, I, in that particular situation, I got I got um, in trouble for dealing in stolen property. But ah, okay. that situation was it wasn't even my fault with that one. But it was like yeah. they should have caught me when it was actually my fault. But that one. Was really <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> okay, so your father steps in and says, "Okay, that's it, young man. You got to come yep. and live with me." Absolutely. Yeah. So he moved you down to Florida. Uh, yep. And then when you got down to Florida, I mean, that's Florida is totally different than Jersey, right? Completely, completely. Yeah. And then when, when I got to Florida, it was like I was in a predominantly white area. So it was like it was the mm. first time I was experiencing racism and different type of things. And I was just like, wow, like I thought racism was still in the history books because growing up in New York, New York, New Jersey area is like it's so diverse, you know, what yes. I'm saying that you don't deal with that. But you know, when you're dealing with people like, you know, my friends had my friends who I played football with had Confederate flags on their trucks. But I don't even think what? they knew what that meant. I didn't even think they knew what they really meant. And I didn't even know what it meant until like I was like doing research. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I'm like, y'all, did, y'all do know y'all lost the war, though. Right. And they still wrapped <laughs> the flag. But but it's like I had to really educate myself on it because it was just like, yo, it's a it's a it's a real, you know, it's a real thing. It's real. I remember, yeah. I remember when going to school there, I, I felt that's the first time I felt my blackness and, and it was a bad thing because girls literally wouldn't talk to me because I was black. Like they were like, oh, I can never I, date I, you. I, I know that was new for you. Okay, with your father self. He was like, <laughs> he was like, what? You ain't hollering at, at all of this? What? 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 Now, how was that for you? How was that? How did you handle that as far as dating? It was, it was, uh, it, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it made me kind of insecure. I was like, damn, like, you know, being black mm. is a problem here. Like what? This mm. is crazy. And it just, and it just like the, the, you know, the, the, the guys that, you know, they were kind of entertained would probably be the guys that if they're closer to looking more mixed, like black and white. Cause then mm. it's just like, I guess, I guess it's easier for their parents to digest that, but it was crazy. But I mean, now it's different, you know, all yes. of them is like, you know, it's, it's completely different now, but yeah. it's like, Black and very sweet of the juice, right? Right, right, right. Okay, right. (laughs) (laughs) So now, listen, I heard that a cousin uh, of yours died at an early age and his death changed your life. You want to share a little bit of that with us? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, growing up, um, I was like 11 years old. And I remember one day I woke up to my mom screaming. And I was like, why is my mom screaming? And then my brother was like, yo, Che died. And I was mm. like, what? And then he's like, Che died. And I was like, I didn't believe it because it, it felt like a movie. It felt like mm. it felt like something from like Juice or so some shit like that. And uh, my brother started explaining it to me. And I was just like, wait, what? And then when they told me that, you know, it just, it really just changed how I looked at everything. I was like, wow, so people out here is really out to kill. Like, mm. it's, not, it's, it's not a joke, you know what I'm saying? I think... That was a wake up call, and and my then Che and my brother, my oldest brother, they were like two peas in a pod, you know, they was inseparable. So it messed him up, 
in the head mm. really bad and it's just seeing that effect and me and his little brother we used to play all the time but then the mom moved and they moved far away but it changed my whole perspective on the hood because it was just like it's all fun and games and you're hearing about other people's losing family members yes. and, then, and close friends but then when it happened to you it's just like oh shit and you know like two three years after that and that's when my father pulled me out but yeah that that, that was definitely uh, a tough one it was like a wake-up call like yo because it was and it was brutal. He got hit in the head four times with a Uzi. Ooh, so it was like, ooh. you know, and then processing that as a kid, it was just like, oh, shit, you know? How old was, was he? Like, he was 17, 18. Wow. Life yeah, cut 17. short, right? Yeah. Love cut, yeah. Yeah, he was actually, I and mean, he was really a good kid. He just taught shit. He just, but he was, he was a good, good kid. I think he died a virgin. And he was a good looking uh-huh. boy, too. So he was like, no, but he was like, I'm saying like, he was a good kid. Like he was like, Dang, he was didn't, get to, didn't so, get to get that first yeah, one, was, right. You know, damn. Well, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. It was like, wow, wow. Yeah, so I'm glad your pops made sure that didn't happen to you and moved you down to Florida, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, all right. Well, let's talk about uh, that. Now let's go on after that because I don't want you to be sad. I want you to be happy because you got a lot right. to celebrate, brother. A lot to Absolutely. celebrate. Yeah, Appreciate a lot that. to celebrate, no doubt. Uh, but I did hear that uh, you went to college. Where'd you go to college at? Oh, the College of Central Florida. Central Florida. I criminal justice, yeah. Now, did you study criminal justice because of what, hap- what happened to your cousin? No, I, I actually studied it because as a kid, like, I, you know, I would get in trouble in and out with, with the justice <laughs> system or whatever. So I was just like, let, let me understand how this shit works. <laughs> right. So... I was like, I'm a, maybe if I learn it, I'll have a different respect on it. But I just mm. feel like, because as a black person, we we aren't we're not taught that. Yeah. And that system is strictly designed to come after us. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like it's just absolutely. Like, so I was just like, let me try to learn it and understand as much as possible I can from it, and that'll be an interesting job because every day is not the same thing. So I was like, yeah, maybe I can help the little niggas and others. That that's how I looked at it, but I end up still not doing it. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you were in college, how did how did that go for you? Did you get your degree? What happened? Yeah, so I, I got my degree and I finished. But the Excellent. thing is, it's like, at, at the time, it's like, I started reading a lot of books. Like, I started, like, me and my brother David, we was just, like, we studied Pac a lot. And we loved Pac. My mm-hmm. Pac was incarcerated. Pac was reading a lot. So we was just like, yo, let's just, let's just try doing that. Let's just try a different way. Because we know... Every, what everything else lead to, but we never tried this option. So I just started reading, educating myself. I remember Warren Buffett was like, you know, formal education to make mm-hmm. you a living, self-education to make you a fortune. So I just started educating myself and just tackling books ferociously. And then I started started believing in fairy tales. And out of nowhere, you know, people started telling me, yo, you should you should start rapping. You should go into acting. You should do this and that. And, and these are things behind closed doors that I'm thinking like one day I could probably achieve. But I'm not like... <laughs> I'm not like really thinking it could happen. I remember I took acting as an elector, my professor, 
I'm so mad I forgot his name. He was like, uh, after exam day, he pulled me aside. He was like, yo, kid, I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't know if you're just focused on basketball, school, whatever. But I will stop what you're doing and really go pursue this. You're natural. Mm. Whenever you hit the stage, people gravitate to it. And I was just like, well, I appreciate that. But I know the chances of becoming this. So I ain't going to do it. Do you know what, what your professor saw? He he told me, he said, it's something in me that's very natural that, that right. made people just gravitate towards me. But it's like. Do you know what the professor saw in you? What? It's called the it factor. Oh. As an actor, it's when all eyes are drawn to you. So your professor saw what now you have. And that's why the last three years for you have been so amazing because you have the it factor. Thank you. I really yes. appreciate that. Absolutely. So now uh, let's move on. So I also heard that you went to the Air Force. No, I was going to join the Air Force. You were going to join the Air yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was going to join the Air Force. Yeah. But you would have looked good in that outfit. Dream. You would have looked good. <laughs> you you know, they would have shaved your hair down a little bit. It would have been yeah. a little bit tighter, but you would have looked good. No, I have, I have a, a, a cousin that went to the Air Force. And, you know, so, you know, something about a man in a uniform, you know, does it for the right. ladies. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, you know, the movie officer and the gentleman type of deal. Right, right, right. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, so now let's talk about how acting then comes in your life. Because now you go from Florida and your first acting job happens in New York? Yeah, and and but like I moved to moved back to New York and I moved in with my mom and said, I was like, mom, I'm going to pursue my dream. I'm done with school. She's like, what? She's like, what are you like? She, and you know, uh, Caribbean is just like, yo, go study medicine. Like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right. And I was like, I'm like, no, no, no. And it was getting tough. T- and it was getting tough as hell. And she was trying to tell me in so many words. She was trying to tell me in so many words, like, just stop what you're doing. Like, you're talented, but it's just not for everyone. So maybe just have a backup plan. I said, no, mom, I'm not going to have a backup plan. I'm doing this. And if I, I would rather die in pursuit than live the life of a common man. And she was just like, mm. oh, my God, this kid is, she was like, this kid is crazy. But I was I was diligent and persistent, and now she sees it. But I, um, I started doing music. And mm-hmm. my neighbor, who's like my godmom, she's cool with Gloria Carter, which is Jay-Z's mom. Oh, she yes. had a she had a restaurant that she used to do this open mic night thing. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I went to that that one Thursday, got discovered from there. Then that guy put me in acting classes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I was like, this is dope. I'm gonna do that. So and I wanted to do it still. So I was just like, yo, I'm gonna do that. And then two years later, I developed a relationship with Little Mama. Little Mama was like, you know, Little Mama, my lip gloss, boom, boom. And she's like, she's I've like done, my sister now. I've done two movies with her, True to the Game. Oh, right, right. Oh, exactly. you see there? We got all kind of connection going on here it, it, today. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Da Vinci. Exactly. So and she was like, yo, come to LA, you know, meet, meet my manager. I'm like, she's not going to want to sign me because I'm too old. I'm 21. She's like, whatever. You and thought 21 like, yo, was old? I, I did because everyone started off as kids. Everyone started off no. as little kids, and I'm just like, yo, I'm coming off like just like a grown ass man, basically. But I, I didn't in. start acting till I was 24. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, that's the beautiful thing about show business. What we're in is that there's some actors that don't come into the business till later in life. Like acting falls into their life. That's the beautiful thing about acting. So never limit right. yourself. Never limit yourself. Well, right. Go ahead. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. And then me and the manager, we clicked it. We we clicked, and then she was like, "Look, let me just find you an agent." I found an agency. It was by Coastal, but the LA division. Mm-hmm. 
was like, this kid don't have any names. Send him back to New York. I didn't want to go back to New York. I want to stay in LA. Went back to New York. I signed and booked two weeks later. And I was like, oh, shit, I made it. What did you book? Like, what did you book? Mar- Mar- Marvel Jessica Jones. Oh, Jessica shit. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that. Oh, how many times did you have to audition? That's big. Um, I probably, that was probably like, maybe my 10th audition. Okay, but how many times did you have to audition for that one? I mean, because I know they took you oh, one. for it to be. Really? One, and they yeah. booked you? Yeah. It right, factor, right. it factor, right. it factor. <laughs> trying to tell you. Right. Your right, professor right. knew, yeah. Right. <laughs> right, and that was the grace of God. And then from there, you know, I just, I started trusting my instincts and I forced my own way out to LA. And then I mm-hmm. had an audition in person in LA. When my manager and agent told me to stay in New York, I didn't listen to them. I came to LA and met the producers for this audition and I booked it and did my career. And that was grown-ish and then my career just started. Let's talk about that because that was a big break for you as Cash Mooney. What, what, I mean, what was, I mean, that show was, you know, you, you from, from Marvels to now grown-ish, like you, you, I'm telling you, professor saw the right thing in you and that was the it factor. What was it like working on that cast? Uh, that that was um, I was nervous as hell. So that was like my that was my second project ever, and it was just like it was so much going on, so many moving parts, and it's just like I was just like, yo, like what the hell? And I'm like having to pick up and just try to learn and act like I, I know more than what I actually know because like everyone mm. is every, everyone is moving and it's like clockwork. But I'm just like this is like my first real day on a job. It was it was one of the most nervous nerve-wracking things I've ever dealt with. Okay. But it's like, shout, out, shout out to Chris Spencer because Chris yes. Spencer was one of the producers on there. Yes. And he just pulled me. A, yeah. He, <laughs> that's great. Everyone's connected. But yeah. he pulled me to the side and he, you know, he had a long conversation with me about a lot of stuff and, and, and it kind of put my mind in the right headspace. And, you know, he's a sports guy. I'm a sports guy. I came from the sports world. So he, he clicked, we clicked really well. And I just, started, you know, easing into the process and then the, the show loved me and, you know, the character became a trending character on Twitter. The only one that trended on Twitter in season one. So, really? Anyway, yeah. So what, what what do you think of what's so special about Cash Mooney that you ended up trending every week? Because it's not Honest, easy to trend. Trust that. Honest, honestly, I, I don't know. It, it's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. I mean, <laughs> maybe, what, kind of, maybe, what kind of character was he? He was um he was the the all star basketball player at the college huh? that that Yara fell in love with. Oh, well, like of he, course. Yeah, he yeah. he took he took her virginity and broke her heart. Oh, so it was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Man, so maybe because of that, bad boy. Kind of trust sorta, us. But all the good girls like bad boys. It kind of happens when you're younger. Just <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. He he, he kind of was. He kind of was that. That's probably why. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's go from um, Gronish, which is huge, that then you go on to work on the hit show All-American playing Darnell Hayes, a quarterback at South Crenshaw. Now, once again, we have a connection because you're working with Breezy, who is like what I'm telling you, that's like my baby sister, because Breezy and I work together on Empire and Breezy's fiance Uh does my makeup, Christina. Oh, wow. Today, when I told her that I was going to be interviewing, she's like, oh, he's so sweet. Tell him I said, what's up? Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, small Small world. world. Yeah. So how did you get Uh, um, All-American? So um, 
the first season of All American, I auditioned for Spencer James. So it was like mm-hmm. they knew me, and I was like up for it. They really liked me, and you know the industry politics and whatever they yeah you know, happens. They did their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, okay, whatever. And I watched the show still. I was like, wow, this is a good show. I'm like, they did great. And then so season two, they called uh, my manager. It was like, hey, um, can you read for this part? And I didn't want to come in the room because I just came back from Europe at that time. I was just so tired of jet lag. I was like, I'll just wake up and self tape. And at that time, I was mm. like, kind of like, I was like, oh, about it. Like, I was like, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> literally, I was No, like, I know I was, how that is sometimes. Like, I'm just going to do this. Let me just go on. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And then I, I, I did it and then, you know, then got it. Then that character be, ended up becoming the popular character for season two. And like the world murders guy, which is, yes. which is crazy. And I was just like, how the hell? And it's like, it's so wild because it's just like, these are recurring characters that, Every character that I played, it was so much love. Like everyone loved those characters. So I had yet to play a series regular lead role like in BMF. So I'm just like, I hope that translate to that, you know, because people were thinking I was a series regular All-American. I wasn't, you know, like the fans go crazy for my character. But I'm like, I Googled you. Because I was like, who is this Da Vinci? Which I want to talk about that name real quick as well, too. And everybody was mad that they was like, what happened to Darnell? Everybody really wants to know where Darnell. Now, just so the fans know, are you going to make a little, you know, now that you got your own series, are you going to do a little, you know, comeback, do a guest appearance every once in a while on All American? If you can work it out, right? I can't, I can't say, I can't say, but you never know, you never know. Never know, all right. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and it's always good to leave them wanting more, just so you know, young man. Right, it's always absolutely. good to, yes. All right, so now let's move on. Let's move on because now you got your own show. You are playing the lead role in the highly anticipated star series, Black Mafia Family. Did you have to audition for that? Was it an offer? What happened? So I auditioned. Okay, I, um, ain't nothing wrong uh, with auditioning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm still humbled about it. I don't need I auditioned for everything. So I don't think I, I don't think I'm ever gonna stop auditioning. I mean, some projects are straight offer. Like you know, my agent got shout out to Nick, my agent. He he got a straight offer for the Broadway play. Oh, we're gonna going. get to that next. But mm-hmm. but but yeah, but for this one, I, I auditioned and um, it was a smooth process. I did one audition and the next thing I tested and then I booked it. Mm. So it was uh, it was it was very smooth. Um, the character I gravitated towards the character a lot. So it was real simple in the audition process because, like, a part of that character was me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like my the way I grew up, I grew up very similar to them. You know, we, we were real poor. You know, we didn't have much, and it's just like I was the baby brother, and I was following everything my older brothers were doing. So it was like, you know, I you could I, relate. I could relate a lot. So it was like when Meech was telling T, "Boom, let's sell this and move this," and and T is just eager and wanting to be behind and do it, and then. You know, he starts learning it and then he starts becoming a leader in it. You know what I'm saying? That that was me. I remember, you know, at fifth grade, I, I had weed in my hand to sell. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, it's like, so I was like, when I was reading this, I was like, oh shit, this is dope. Like, you know, and, I, and I'm like, and I was so happy because I was like, this is finally going to take me out of that stupid light that Hollywood keeps putting me in this. Oh, the good looking athlete. I was like, bro, like, it's like, I could do way uh, more, but it's like, now nah, this uh, character, I go through every layer. And I'm like, yes. I love it. So now your character's name is Terry Southwest T, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, now explain to the fans a little bit about, I mean, because, you know, this is the one thing that I can say about Curtis, a.k.a. 50 Cent. Um, he has a way of finding these shows that are so raw and so real, but like from that East Coast perspective, like Power and, you know, all of those other kind of shows. How do you know how they develop the show? This is actually about a true, a true family, correct? A true story, right? right? About a family. Right, right. Yeah. 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 I, I think... Um... 50 is a genius. He, he's he is. A genius. And, he is. And he mastered the KISS method, Keep It Simple Stupid. And I think he has a lot of, he knows how to, he has an eye for working with other people that are really smart at what they do as well. So yes. I just think collectively, they all got together and was just like, you know, they knocked the casting process out. But the casting process took like three years though. You're I didn't kidding. know it took that long. Three I didn't know years. it took that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been trying to find Meech and Terry for like so long. And so when I just auditioned, I was like, okay, boop, boop, boop. And then I just got, I tested. So I didn't know anything about that, how extensive, how long this was, mm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? But uh, they, they definitely did their homework with that. And, you know, I think, you know, 50 having a support of Big Meech and Southwest T behind it, the now, little characters. There we go. Explain who those two are, please. So Big big Meech, everyone knows who Big Meech is. And 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 Southwest Meach is I mean, Southwest T. Who is, who is oh, Big, Big Meach? Oh, okay, so Big Meach, uh-huh. Demetrius Flannery, and Southwest T. Terry Flannery was two brothers who ran one of the largest domestic drug distributions in the history of America. So mm. when they got caught and busted, I think the Fed seized like over two hundred seventy million dollar cash for them. They Where were, were they really from? Like, they were from Detroit, from Uh-oh. Detroit, Michigan. In the and, uh, Yep, yep, yep. And and those boys were like. They grew up dirt poor, very poor, and they, 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 they try to they try to play life by the by, what the system gave them. But it's just like it just it wasn't working out. It wasn't what it what it was cut out to be. So they just started hustling. Yeah, and then okay, so now their story now has been turned into this wonderful series that you're going to be a star of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were super influential in the hip hop culture. I love it. Okay. Also in this cast, you've got the son of Big Meech, Little Meech Jr. playing his father, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so his son is actually playing. So it's 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 dope. It's like uh, you know, straight out of Compton, Ice Cube's son played him. Yes. So it's just like yeah, it's like that, and and it's it's amazing how they actually got you know the real flesh and blood to play the Big Meech. I think that made the story ten times better. All right. You know. Who else is working on the show with you? Because you're working with some thespians, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got we got some legends. Shout out to my mom and pops, which is Russell Hornsby. is playing our father. Mm-hmm. McCole White is playing our mom. We got Wood Harris playing Pat. I which he's the that. one who teaches the game and, and put he put us on. And we got we got Snoop. We got Eminem. <laughs> we got Lala. We got we got uh, uh, Wood's brother, Steve Harris. Yeah. Which is yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like we we're, we're surrounded by so many thespians and OGs that it's like you know it's gonna make us all monsters. So now let's talk about another connection, Tasha Smith, my sister. From oh yeah, Empire. Tasha Smith. Yeah, it's directing, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's a she's a genius. She's a little cuckoo sometimes. But she <laughs> she is genius. There's a method <laughs> to her madness. No, listen, you just gotta know with Tasha that Tasha. She 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 loved to just like kind of surprise you, do some stuff that make you kind of go, you know. Right. <laughs> no, trust me. I I I I did five seasons with her on Empire, so you know she's an excellent right. actress, but she really loves directing. You know, 
So, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I just thought that that was so dope to hear that, you know, she was directing you guys on the show. So Yeah, and she, that, was, she was for sure, like, very, very important instrumental in the process. Like, she really helped set the precedent for the show. Yeah. Like she, she, she really, and it was dope having a Black woman, because it's just like, do it, because it's like how she was able to just get the hair on point. Yes. It's, it's the smallest things to the biggest things that people don't think about. You know, like a man ain't going to be thinking about all them details of the hair or whatever. And it definitely mm-hmm. if it was like a, a white person. They don't even really understand exactly. how black people were supposed to look. Mm-hmm. So it was like she she was she was a director, but she was also hair and makeup. Well, <laughs> she was also the wardrobe. Everything. But she can I tell everything. you? She did everything. I just directed my first short film as well, too. And the director. Oh, yeah, thank you so much, brother. Uh you have to create what is called a lookbook. Well, all of those things that you say she was particular about, you have to right. decide on what time of day it is, the hair, the mood, like all of that. So that that's like, it literally is her baby. It's your vision. And, and later in life, yeah. I guarantee you, directing may, may fall in your lap as well, too. And then oh, I definitely get it. want to. You know? I definitely want it to. Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about, into a, in addition to Black Mafia family, you now don't, don't go to Broadway. Yeah, that's exciting. Look, 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 look at you. Okay, just <laughs> bam, bam, triple threat, just killing them. Okay, now let's talk about this this play that you're about to do. Uh, it, it's going to be uh, happening in October, right? And you're one mm-hmm. of the ensemble leads in Thoughts of a Colored Man, which you will then get to show everybody your spoken word talent, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, so there's definitely a musical component to it. I don't know if, well, well, they 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 could change it. They they definitely could change my practice. So I can't I can't even I can't even speak on it. But yeah, so that's that's a dope one. And that's you know it's the first time in Broadway history that there's ever been an all black cast, a black wow. director, and black and black producers. So it was like it's so dope to just even be a part of you know uh, another thing that's historical. You know, so well, I want to I want to uh, name drop some of those producers that you just said. This this play is going to be produced by Brian Moreland. Ron Simmons, Diana Demina, Shamir Wiley, Shirley Ralph, my girl Shirley Ralph. I love her. And you know she's Jamaican, okay? Party with her plenty of times there. <laughs> the Schubert Organization and the Nederland Organization, directed by Stephen H. Brodnes the third. And let's right, talk right, about right, this yeah. cast. This cast is right. stellar. The lady's gonna be showing up for y'all. Okay, you've got <laughs> Luke James. Keith David, Dylan Burnside, <laughs> Brian Terrell Clark, Forrest McClendon, and Tristan yeah. Mack Wilds. Woo! <laughs> now, I mean, I'm not mad. Listen, first of all, it just warms my heart to see so many African-Americans working together. Because you, you don't yeah. realize when I first started in the business, it was always one of us. It was a total yeah. one. And you'd be lucky that if you got a storyline, period, or even saw who your family was. So now mm. here y'all are, the whole cast is African-American yeah. on your television show and your stage play. Do you know what, 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 how fortunate you are to be in this time yeah. right now? That's why I, I, I didn't even think of it from that perspective. Yeah. That's it. Damn, that's a blessing because you you you're a veteran, so you you you're seeing it you're seeing it from a different lens. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a blessing. That's yeah, a blessing. that that we can be celebrated in all of our forms because you know when we first started, like I said, it would be just one of us or all the stories were either gang violence, like we never you never got to see all the different colors and shades and the beauty of who we are as as people. 
you know, that, yeah, it ain't always nice. And, but in those crazy mm. stories, there is love and there's passion right. and there's family. Right. So, you know, best wishes. So when are you, you going to do black mafia and where do you film black mafia at? So um, we film in Atlanta. So when I'm done, I'm going to do Broadway from September to January. Mm. And then um, when I'm done with that, I have a little break and then I'm going to go into season two. I love okay. it. Bo- Bless, booked, and busy, brother. <laughs> 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 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's talk about hustling. In what ways have you hustled to stay a true um, optimist? Oh man, like hustling, that's that, that's in my veins. I, I hustled a lot, a lot. Um, I think I probably got it from my mom, just seeing like, you know, the first 20 years of my life, just watching my mom just hustle work by herself and just take care of all of us. And my grandma and my cousin who was living with us. And it's just like, it's hustling. It, it, that's the only reason why I'm here today. I think I had this this relentless and persistent attitude that I was just like, I, I'm gonna hustle until I get this, and I was just doing everything. I was, I was like, I had to quit my normal day job. I was like, I just had to really just be on the streets in New York and just hustling in a nightlife. I was just going and just connecting and just moving, and you know, it finally paid off. I love it. Now I want to talk about your name. Uh, is that your birth given name, Da Vinci? No, so Da Vinci is my adopted middle name because I wasn't mm. born with a middle name. So my first mm. name is Abraham. My last name is Just Justy, you guys would say. Um, so it's like Da Vinci, when I started doing music, I started writing music probably when I was, I think like 10. And I, I wrote I wrote a song to 50 Cents, uh, <laughs> just a just a little bit, bit beat. And uh, I started, I wrote, I was right, I was following with his same flow and just put my own words to it but um you know and then the older i got and then when i started pursuing my dream i was like you know what i think da vinci is the the, the best name that fits me because it's like i'm a, I'm a renaissance man you know what I, mean? mm. I want to get into producing directing i want to get behind the scenes you know what i'm saying like so acting being in front of at the scenes is a vehicle to get me to my main agenda you know what i'm saying but i don't I don't really, I can care less about being in front of the camera. I really want to be behind the scenes, but it's just the way my mm. cards played out. I'm in front of the camera, but soon I'm going to make my way behind the scenes so everybody can forget about me. So I don't got to deal with the, oh, picture, 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 picture. <laughs> I'll just be behind the scenes for you. How do you stay grounded in this business? I isolate myself from a lot of people. I isolate mm, myself. Good. I pray, I meditate a lot, and I, I don't try to keep up with the Hollywood facade and that that game. I, I don't play the games to like have the latest thing, the latest fashion. It's like, I just, I stayed me. I stay with my family, my core group of friends. That's what I have. And it's just like, and I, I'm super spiritual. I pray a lot. I meditate a lot. Good. And I focus on the things in life that actually matters. But like when it comes to the material stuff, I can care less for it. I can care less about it. Because I think when you start chasing that, 
that's when you lose yourself. And I understand how fortunate I am to be in this position. Like I'm aware of that. Like I, I'm aware that there's this element of serendipity that happened that we call it God, the universe, mm-hmm. luck, whatever that, you know, there's no way I worked harder than anyone else in the world. I know I work hard. I'm disciplined, you know, I have a lot of self-control, but for me to sit here and say I worked harder than anyone else, I think that's a lot of ego talking. I know I work hard, but I got to give credit to some higher power. That's that's the reason why. And that humbles me. You know what I'm saying? Well, knowing that. Do you think in life that the biggest or the best bet that you've ever done was that you bet on you? 100%. I think that's that's what saved my life. Yeah. I really just just taking the power out of, you know, the system hand and, and them telling me that they'll take care of me. And you go this, you follow my rules, you follow that. But when I realized these rules were put in place from people that are no smarter than me, I was like, okay, I could, I could, uh, I got, I got to get out of this because this, this is a game and I don't want to be trapped in corporate America because social security is running out for, our, for, for me. So it was like, what, by the time I get older, if I take the proverbial route, I'm done. I'm wow. done. Like I'm gonna have to work till I'm 90. Okay. Well, in closing, I want to say that I'm very glad that you did bet on you because you are shaking things up and you have got an absolutely bright future in front of you, young man. Thank you so much. I really no appreciate doubt. this conversation. All right, darlings. Well, that leads us perfectly into today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is hashtag bet on you, like my boy Da Vinci did. Be true to yourself and trust in your talent, darlings. Having a hard time finding out what direction to take? Think about what you're passionate about and explore different areas. Fill it out. How do you know if you'll like it if you don't try it? I want to thank Da Vinci. Tell our folks where they can find you at on social media, my brother. You guys can find me at Da Vinci. That's just the name, uh, D-A-V-I-N-C-H-I. And that's what it is on every platform. Oh, that's right. Oh, and before we go, oh my God, because you got this little dog that you and the dog are huge on TikTok, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I did, I I did. Well, you know what? Next time I talk to you, we'll talk about your cute little dog, but we ran uh, out of time. Uh, okay, I was going to bring oh, him so you could say hi. Oh, yes, come on, bring him He's looking at me like, what? What? Come on in here. Let me see him. He's taking his sweet time right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh my goodness. My baby. Oh, cuteness. Who is that? Introduce him on the way out. Who's that? Uh, Oh, yeah. This is Bubba. Um, The the story behind him is, is funny. I didn't pick him out as... Ex girlfriend, oh, yeah, kind of yeah. type of situation, but well, nah, that's my little homie. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to thank you so much for joining Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Darlings, tell your friends to follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter, at Miss V Fox on Instagram, and follow at Stage 29 Podcast too. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, review, download, and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox wherever you like. Until next time, darlings. Bye for now. This has been a Stage 29 podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Kelts is the social media producer. And a special thanks to the rest of our podcast crew, Rwani Horinige, William Cusack, Lisa Clark, Katie Brown, and Morgan Kaler.
The Hustling with Vivica A. Fox podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during the podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional.